Match day live, full reaction to Wolves 2, Leicester 1 on a fascinating afternoon at Molyneux. I'm Mikey Burrows, alongside me here were the Hall of Famer Andy Thompson and the future Hall of Famer Chris Oelamo. We love you, big guy. What a game. I'm in a good mood. Uh, it was a fascinating match. Ruben Neves gave Wolves the lead after nine minutes. It was a deep cross into the penalty area, kept alive by Raul Jimenez, who laid it on a plate for Neves, who struck it brilliantly past the despairing dive of Kasper Schmeichel. Wolves were very good for that first 20, 25 minutes, but the game began to swing. Leicester had plenty of possession, and eventually, after Jose Sarr had made a couple of good saves, it was Adam Ola Luckman who got on the end of a mark called Brighton Cross to get it back to 1-1. Start of the second half, Leicester very much the team in the ascendancy on the front foot, dominating possession. Wolves' goal living a bit of a charm life, but they got themselves the lead again. Daniel Pudence, who hadn't scored a Premier League goal for 29 appearances. You had to go all the way back to Chelsea in December of 2020 for the last time he'd scored in the Premier League. He rifled one into the bottom corner and Wolves then saw the game out professionally, superbly. Were they worthy of all three points, Chris Awellamo? Yeah, they were. You know, I've got to say, I think it's a, it was a fantastic start. You know, I think uh, the result, the confidence was high. Some of the play was so slick, you know, the quality coming into the box. The finish in itself from, from Neves was well worked back to front. You know, it started with Cody, Dendonka, you know, going through. Dendonka kept it alive. And then the, the, the set from Jimenez to, to Neves at the edge of the box, you know, it's quality. But it's the Premier League. You're not going to have it all your own way. You have to defend well. Leicester did come back into the match. Uh, and it's... Why? 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 Why so easily? You know, we were we were a couple of yards off, and it's like I understand that we we've got an identity. We want to play from the back with quality, you know. But when you've got that 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 lead, I think it's important that there's a balance to the play. When you've got the physicality of Jimenez up top, that you can go a little bit more direct with quality. He can make the ball sticking in. Then you're playing in the middle third. You're playing in the attacking third in the right areas. You know, when you invite a good side onto you. And they'll just set the traps, which Leicester did on, on, on a number of occasions. They just they say, right, play that ball there. And they'll intercept it. And then straight away, there's, there's players out of position. There's holes that you've got to try and, try and fill defensively. And Leicester were the better team. There's no doubt about it. They started the second half. They got the equaliser. They started the second half uh, in, in the same form as, as the first finished. But it's just individual moments. You know, the, the touch from Prudence because the ball was behind him the outside of his right to bring it into his path to get the shot away was excellent Wang started it you know the, with, a, with, with a little bit of quality and uh, obviously Dendonka has found him but the touch and the finish from Pudence and it's outstanding every time he gets the ball he makes the ball stick he's an outlet all the time but we have to be able to go to the likes of Jimenez and, uh, and Pudence a little bit more direct sometimes with quality I'm not, I'm not talking about fight balls either clip because they're willing runners they work so hard for the team you know so give them the quality but we just invite the pressure on and on another day we, how many opportunities did Madison when he came on at the edge of the box Tillemans you know Dendonka had to follow uh, I'm trying to think who it was I think it was Ian Actual that in when when, uh, when Lukman fired one across so there was opportunities Sa, how many saves again but that's part and parcel of football yeah uh, well that's what I was going to say uh, I mean Tomo you can come in here the fact that Leicester dominated possession, we know that. that. That happens in games. They're a very good football team. We said it before the game. And they created some very good opportunities. Wolves were always going to look towards their goalkeeper to get them out of some issues. And he did so again. 
He made some really good stops. So the question I guess a lot of people will ask was that were Wolves fortunate or did they just do enough and, and win a game that at times, probably this season, probably certainly last season, they would have lost? Yeah, well, you look at it, don't you? So, look, you look at those th- first three games of the season, what we spoke about a few times are about the teams that we played against, your Leicester, your Man U and Tottenham, and we lost it. We played really well, created opportunities with the best team and still lost the games. Now, we played Tottenham, played really well for 30, 35 minutes, got the two goals. Played Man United, I thought we played well, got the right result. Today, probably not so much. We didn't play that well today, but you try and make your own look a little bit. And I think that we did get a little bit fortunate at times where uh, misplaced passes or their bad finishing from Leicester. Our goalkeeper had a good game uh, today. Um, and, and these things you've got to call upon. You've got to call upon these kind of things throughout a game. And we've had that today. So, look, they'll look at the cells. The manager will say it as well. I'm sure he will. Wasn't a great performance. Wasn't great. But... Wasn't the, a bad performance, though, was it? No, it wasn't a bad performance. But the reason why I'm saying it wasn't a great performance was usually we are tight at the back. We make it difficult for teams to get round us, inside of us, down the sides. We didn't do that very well today for me. I think that they cause us big problems, Leicester, um, with either pulling the ball back, getting down the sides, little balls. Uh, and when I think that we were fortunate. As a collective, we've set a bar. Yeah. And that's why, you know what, it's, it's the perfect result and performance, really, to say, if you do switch off, if you're not at it, that game could be a very different result, but you've come in with the three points. So again, they'll analyse it, they'll look at the, the negatives, but it just it just it just kinda it's another motivation for the players, isn't it? Yeah. That they've either created opportunity now for the person that's wanting their shot, thinking, Oh I, I can I can get in, we've got three points, but of course of course there's a little bit of luck involved to it as well, but there's 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 some quality there. I just think it's an easy conversation for, for Bruno Large to have with the players or the leaders in the group to say, you know what, we weren't at it today, boys, but and we're lucky to come in with the, with the three points, but we've got the three points. Let's see where we let's see where that takes us on Thursday, you know. Football is a funny old game. Christian says not at our best, just shows our quality. Signs of a good team, two top quality goals. Great to see Neto back. Uh, Baltimore Wolves says massive win. So lovely to see Pedro Neto back and surprisingly sharp. We'll talk about him in a minute. Can't underestimate how massive it is to have him back for the end of the season. Phil Dickens says absolutely massive three points. Don't want to distract from the squad and how important that is. But didn't Pedro look sharp? Now Bruno has the right sort of selection headaches Rob says great result especially when we weren't the better team today but great optimism now that Neto is back looked like he'd never been away and King Wolf says great day for Wolves fans the men win with Neto returning and the women won 5-0 to progress to the County Cup final to play a team from down the road congratulations to them by yeah, the way congratulations. Yep. Um, congratulations let's talk yep. about Pedro Neto before we get diving into some of the goals and stuff we scored today because as you can see there it's a massive boost for the supporters what kind of a boost will it be to those in the dressing room? Massive. So, like you heard it, what it, what it was like with the, the fans when he come on, when he was warming up, when he when he was named on that team sheet as being substitute. It just shows you what the lift that some players can give you. So they remember him when he got it before he got injured, the way that he played. It's like he was unbelievable at one stage. He was unplayable, and there was yeah. talks about him going here, there, and everywhere uh, because of the way, how the performances that he put in. Now we've got a player back. We spoke about it before. It's like a new signing for us. So he's been out for quite a long time. Johnny's been out as well. Uh, and we talk about like we haven't spent that much money. £50 million player, possibly, maybe more with the way yeah. that he plays. 
So you're th looking at that. You've got a player like him coming back into your squad. Healthy competition. Never hurts a squad at all. Okay, it's difficult to keep everybody happy, but you can see what this squad is about. They're about being together and making sure that they get the right results and things out of it. Um, talk to me, both of you, about... <laughs> listen, people kind of think, you know, that it, it... People think that this game is easy, right, at times. They do, don't they? And they think that it's easy to come on as a substitute. To come on as a substitute when you haven't played for 10 months, and it's not like he's been playing warm-up games in the 23s, anything like that. He wasn't even in the country until Christmas. Yeah. You know, he was recuperating back in Portugal. So to come on and pick up the speed of the game, that was the most important element to the way Pedro Neto played there. That's a, that's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. You've got to remember the, 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 the style of player that, that Pedro Neto is. You know, you've got to remember everything that he does is, is, is training, is build up to this moment for that 10 months, of course, to as soon as he goes out in the grass, it's all high intensity stuff. You know, it's all explosive stuff because that's the, the player that, that he is. But you're right. You know, it's 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 mentally draining for the fact just the adrenaline pumping to come on and actually got up to speed with it. He had a couple of little touches. There was a couple of strong challenges on as well. And you're th sitting thinking, you're not in training anymore, but you're sitting, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to challenge him, which is probably the shout that, that, that it's been. And the players will know that he has to kind of get back into the groove. But his awareness, his touch, his positioning, he was is the one. There was one where. Me and Tomo said that it should have come out to, to Wang. And uh, Neves, Neves has done it with the outside of his right and put him in. Pedro Neto, in a couple of weeks' time, would have anticipated that and would have been onto it. And those little things, that's where you're being overly critical and saying, right, OK, he looks sharp, but he's still a little bit off it. It's the player that he is. I'm delighted he's back because not only for the, the fact that we have that, that quality, but the mental strength of the player himself to go through the 10 months that he's had and get back. The same goes to Johnny. It's There is no worse thing for any footballer to be injured, to watch the players come in every day, go out on the grass while you're getting put through your paces. You don't feel part of it. And you know what? It's And he's been managed well. This is something that this football club do very, very well with the injuries that they've had. They don't... There's a pressure on the player that, themselves to get back, but they don't force it. They make sure, like you say, he's back with his family over the Christmas period because, you know what, he needs that mentally. And if you look after the player, they want to come back and do do their best for the club. And you know what, it's going to be exciting. It's an exciting little run-in, isn't it? I see you smiling, Mickey, it's going to be exciting. Well, it's that point, isn't it? You know, you, you never want to expect too much because there will be a lot of adrenaline that kind of gets him through those early couple of games. But, and I mentioned this to both of you in commentary, that there are certain players that, get fans not just on the edge of their seats but there is a buzz around the stadium it's audible you can hear that sense of anticipation and Adama Traore was one and, and for the last 10 months he's been the one well I was just going to say that about that that's possibly why they've let Traore go because of Neto coming back because at the end of the day so look, you're looking at okay Neto's coming back in okay Traore is something different for us but this lad can get offered something different because he's got pace he's, quite, he's very direct in the way that he plays and that's what we want to see but also as well probably the difference what he's got he's probably got a bit more quality in that top end, third end product hasn't yeah, it goals yeah, exactly it? goals and assists and yeah. if you look what Traor has got what well, he's got one goal this year so if you look at that uh, and already he, you could see him setting off when Schmeichel was up the other end of the pitch you could see him having there's only one thing in his mind I'm shooting 
he don't care who's up there fuck with him if that was a couple of weeks time that's probably in the yeah. back of the net those but, little things yeah uh, Rob says outplayed today but fantastic three points Jacko says cracking three points secured by the magician Daniel Perence and the return of Pedro Neto couldn't be more happier Dave Wright says if we can scrap a result like that while not playing at our best with star players coming back watch out you big money sides the European dark horses yeah the pundits should look at our manager Sean says are we the greatest team in the world or the greatest <laughs> of all can't disagree with him Iris says had some luck today that makes up for all the VAR they've had over the last few games um let's talk about the goals and the goal scorers uh we waxed lyrical pre-game about Ruben Neves and his contribution to this football club 201 appearances now 15 goals from outside the penalty area it's ridiculous isn't it really I mean he scores a goal Tomo which he makes look easy and it's not. You're both going to tell me that's not easy at all. No, it's not. So, look, you look at the technique that he used as well. He side-footed it, yeah. but it was with that much force that the keeper couldn't keep it out. Now, anybody else is probably striking that, the top of the foot, putting the laces through it. And, look, look say, could have possibly been on target. But he knows what he's doing. He saw the goal against Brentford and what he did. So, look, that was the finish when he's got it and just moved to the side, made it difficult for the goalkeeper. Done very similar technique today, where he's hit it with the pace inside of his foot because there was that little bit of swerve on it but there was definitely power on it and that was very similar to the Brentford kind of finish he knew what he was doing he knew where what he wanted to do with the ball and it just shows you the quality of what it is and again I'll, I'll keep saying he still can add more goals to his game for me the technical ability that the lad's got so yeah. like he, he could be adding more goals because we, that was a difficult opportunity for him to score that was even though it's set up by Jimenez really well it's still a difficult technique to beat a quality goalkeeper like Schmeichel. Talk to me, Limbs, about Daniel Pedence. Uh, I mentioned it's been since December of 2020. You know, he went a whole calendar year without scoring a Premier League goal. 29 games. How big would that be for him? And the manner in which he scored that goal as well. No, it's huge. You know, you, you, you see yourself, when, I think we spoke earlier about uh, Neves, his body shape, his energy, what you Daniel Pedence is getting stronger and stronger. You know, he's he's, he's even though you, you you look at the size of him, he's 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 an absolute threat all the time. His touches is is immaculate. His awareness, his low center center of gravity, is causes causes all sorts of problems. His ball control. I'd, I I when I looked at it, I, the first touch blew me away because I'm sitting thinking, oh, it's behind him. The donk has played it behind him. He's got to come back. But because he knew where he was and his right foot, with outside of his right foot, he put it into his path and it's, it's stopped dead for him. It just opened up the goal and then it, it comes down to that, the confidence to take it on and to finish it the way that he did. But he'd done so much today. Asking the question in behind, would run. There was one in the first half that I think he can he can play it into the space for Jimenez rather than, than, than try and find his feet. There was one that was played over the top where, again, he's asking that question in behind. He's, on, he's onside because he's in the own, own half, but he's got in behind. Zunja had no chance of getting him. I think he should drive in, but he's looking for, for Jimenez again. So, yeah, it's one thing being a team player, which I think was questioned, saying, oh, he's, he's got a selfish tendency. Yeah. But, yeah, I want him to be selfish here. Go get your goals. No, but on that point, though, and it's right that you bring it up, because I think I think when you look at Daniel Pedence's Wolves career, and look, it's, he's been here a long time now, actually. He's been here a good, you know, a good couple of seasons. He's played a good amount of games. I think, legitimately, the question mark would always have been, his work rate and his, his team which, ethic. Which is definitely... Not there now. You can't, he's, he's, you can't, question, what, that. You can't question that now. No, 
I think he's improved a lot because that was one of the things I questioned a little bit before about when he loses possession of the ball that he didn't help out his team. He does that by miles now. It's like he runs hard, he works hard, he tries to make it uh, unsettled defenders and it's just about putting that pressure on them. And he started doing that and all of a sudden you start to see a performance from Daniel Pudence. So I think that he's improved in that area but I think he's improved with the way that he plays. He's, his touch sometimes today was unbelievable. The way that he just controls the ball. The way that he just goes past players. So, look, he moves the ball, that uh, ability just to be able to change direction very quickly. And so, look, and he does it loads and loads of times. But I say, it's it's it's, it's improved for me. Um, no end. And I say, that's what you want from you lads. And that's the reason why he's been picked and selected in, in the side. Pedro Neto getting put through his paces. Who's the... Who's the physio that pulled the short straw that has to go and yeah. run, run? I saw him running with him when he called you left him. Oh, oh, he got he to left, the halfway line. He, he left bad. <laughs> Shawnee Miller from the fitness team. Yeah, get me a bike. Uh, putting Pedro, get me a bike. Putting Pedro back through his paces. Yeah, he said, uh, I'll wait here. I'll time it. Um, so a, a lot of benefits, a lot of uh, positives that kind of came out from that then. Um, who would you think is a man of the match? I'll tell you what. Sa has got to be up there, Josie Sa. I was going to say goalkeeper. Some big. Samedo had a good game. I think he did. Yeah. I really, I think again, one that's getting stronger and stronger. Uh, I think I've probably been quite critical of him that there's, there's, there's no end product. I, I, I still, yeah, there's no end product, but I still think he should be offering more. Even Aitnuri, with the pace what they've got, I think that they can be a real big threat. We talk about like we've got Pedence and Jimenez up there. Those two, with the pace that they've got, the ability to move that ball quickly. And also, as well, the pace that they've got, they should be just get the ball. People like Neves, who can pick them out, just just go. So, look, because at the end of the day, you're not going to catch them. And what's the defender going to do? He's either going to come across, and if you're running onto it, he's either going to come across, hit it out for a throw in, or he's got to do a tackle, or you're in on goal. And, like I say, for me, I would still like that my two fullbacks to give me even more because it's not that they can't do it. And that's uh, I wouldn't be asking that if they, if they couldn't. They can do it, and there's no reason why they shouldn't be getting, again, I said about Neves, getting more goals as well, for me, or opportunities to score. Who are you going to go for, man of the match, then? Keeper on going for. Jose Sarr. I thought he was outstanding today again. When called upon, especially, you look at what's he had, about six, seven saves. What are you going for, Mickey? It's a genuinely, it's a really hard one, isn't it? To be fair, Josie Sarr made some really good saves. Yeah. And I think the ball, um, what he knocked out to Pedence. Yeah, Pedence yeah, has got a chance. I thought Pedence was very good. Very good. Today. I thought there was a number of really good performances yeah. today and a few unsung heroes in there as well. But no, it's interesting. You know, you've got to give it to Jose Sarr because those saves end up winning you the game. Yeah, and that's what it's day. all about. Yeah. And, and that's, what, that's what matters. Right, final thought then. Um, Wolves now in seventh on 40 points, having played a game more than Arsenal. Two points behind, that's where we go on Thursday. And then uh, also two points behind West Ham, which is where we go on Sunday. So legitimately, this is... And we've got a couple of games in hand on West Ham, haven't we? We do have two games in hand on West Ham, yeah. Yes. One of which is obviously Thursday. So, yeah. you know, all. I mean, listen, let's, we'll talk about West Ham on Thursday today let's talk about Arsenal as a final thought you go there now full of confidence yeah you know I think uh, I think confidence will be high I think uh, Arsenal uh, at the Emirates so it's a, it's a different proposition to, to, to them coming here but I, I, I don't think it should be feared you know I think I think we can go there and really cause cause, a, cause an upset cause some problems 
uh, I, I think today's lesson I think puts us in good stead for Thursday because I think we'll be right at it you know I think everyone will know they've got to be switched on you know do you I, think it's given them a kick up the backside? I think bit? it has because you know what the way the way that I guess I think I th- Kilman today a, a couple of times never had that real very unlike him but is that because it's just defending, defending, defending and you're thinking I need a breather here whereas you're not thinking oh, I just need to keep possession of the ball so I can get my breather in that sense and I just feel this is the perfect game to come before that and it, I wouldn't be surprised if we go down there and can get a result well this this result in itself says we are we are the real deal so yeah. you know what I'm not you know what I'm saying yeah maximum points <laughs> nine, out, 9 out of 3 Great position to be in, isn't it? Great, space there. great position to be in. I said, look, I, I, as a as a team, I don't think there's anybody to fear in this league for, for Wolves at the moment. I, the team, the ones who are the playing, they beat West Ham. Um, we're doing okay. We lost to Arsenal, but probably a draw would probably have been a fair result against yeah, Arsenal. Definitely. But um, like I said, they've got nothing to fear against West Ham. So look, again, they beat them one 0 here, uh, and it's all about getting victories in Salah getting that little bit of a boost against teams and, and for me Salah it's, it's something that we just got to keep taking it they've got to add a little bit of luck today didn't play that great but what are three points and they say look it's um, difficult conditions as well though so you look at the condition I know it's for both teams but it is difficult but it was a, I think it was a, a quite a good lively game for me and the booking show there. Yeah, it was great fun today as well. <laughs> Thank you very much for being alongside Pleasure. me. Annie Thompson and Chris Awellamo. What a game. Oh, wow, it's set up a huge week, hasn't it? We are down at Arsenal on Thursday night. Tomo and I will be there. Looms, I think, will join us from home for that one. And then we are at West Ham next Sunday. Don't forget, Wolves Weekly will be up on Wolves Radio in the coming days. The under-23s are in action on Tuesday afternoon against Exeter. It will be played at Keys Park, Hensford in the final game of the Premier League Cup group stage. Join me for that live and free on Wolves TV. Have a great rest of the weekend. We'll see you soon.